You're listening to What the Business, the business podcast where I interview independent business owners about success, failure, and all the moments in between. My name is Josie Berg, and I'm your host. Hello and welcome. Today on the podcast, I have a lovely guest, Nia from Socially Media Agency. She is pretty amazing at what she does. She is a complete social media rock star. She knows everything there is to know about Instagram and marketing on Instagram, video content, and just how to level yourself up and utilize the incredible power that Instagram has. We talk so much about imposter syndrome, showing up consistently, the power of video content, and way more. She gives deep insight and tips into Instagram and all that good stuff. So I'm glad you're here and I hope you enjoy it. So start with the story of your business. You can start from the very beginning or a certain part. Um, Just tell us a little bit about your business. Yeah. Um, So I am quite new to this entrepreneurship uh, small business game. Um, I have worked in customer service like since I was 15. Like I've worked almost everywhere. It was getting to a point where like I I made this comment that like every tax year I always have like two or three T4s because I switch jobs like all the time. Um, But aside from that, um, so I have a huge customer service background, but at the same time, um, I really heavily wanted to like work in the beauty industry. I even tried to like be a beauty influencer at one point in my life. And so that brought me to, uh, working at Bite Beauty, which they have a location in Toronto here. And it's, um, it's like a lip lab and you get to like, people get to come in and make their own lipsticks. Yeah, I mean, totally. It sounds like it's going to be fun, but it, it actually, like, after you make, like, the first two lipsticks, yeah. you're, like, I'm over it. Yeah. Um, but I actually had a friend of mine who worked there as well, and she was a, um, aside from her working there, she, she was also a makeup artist as well as a microblading artist. And I remember she was trying to build her microblading makeup things separate from like her personal Instagram. And so because I, you know, I had, yes, I had background in customer service, but I also went to school for like public relations and communications and whatnot. And as well, I was interning at a PR agency where I was getting my footing in the world of content creation and social media management as well. Um, I decided that I was going to help her kind of figure out her social media vibe, whether that looks like management or branding or so on and so forth. So I remember I was really excited. It was like this passion project that I was doing. I made her a couple logos. Um, We talked about strategy. Like it was just so much fun. Um, And she started to implement the things that I was telling her. And then she was like, whoa, I'm starting to see the change. Like, this is incredible. I want to tell people what you do. But at the time, I only had like my makeup Instagram, which like didn't showcase any side of this, you know, media stuff. So she was like, okay, well, you know, I would tell people that, but then, you know, maybe they might not reach out because they don't see the proof and so on and so forth. So she was actually the person who jump started me to want to create social media, which at the time was social media. Now it's social media agency. Um, Cause your girl's moving in a different direction with things, but yeah, so I started it and I remember I started it last April. It was just off of a whim. I posted a couple stuff that I had done and I left it. And then I actually got high. I quit bite 
left the inter left the internship and started working at a beauty bar where I was doing their social media and I was working at the desk. And so that's also where I really got my footing into content creation and management and all that fun stuff as well. Um, and so again, that's what, um, that definitely sparked me continuing on with like the social media stuff, but, um, but so not necessarily social media, social media stuff, but like me doing content creation and, and social media management for the beauty bar. So I focused on that for pretty much like, I want to say like maybe two, three months. And then I went back to social media, posted a couple stuff, took a hiatus from like June, July to all the way to September which is when I just had a resurgence of just wanting to create content, wanting to show up, videos, consistency, all that fun stuff. Um, and then again, slowly but surely, it just kept creating, kept posting videos, the following kept coming. I remember in last year, September, I was at 69 followers. And I remember this because I had made a post saying that, you know, just because you have 69 followers doesn't mean you can't still get the reach and like all that kind of stuff. So I remember that vividly. Um, and now, you know, I'm slowly but surely like climbing up a little bit, but it's just kind of crazy to see how everything's like come together. And through me posting consistently or even showing up consistently that allowed people to like start looking at me as like this expert and someone who they could consider hiring because I was, you know, starting to craft things like social media packages and like all that, which I had no idea how to do any of that. That is literally like me and Canva late nights <laughs> trying to put things together people asking me like, Hey, do you have like a service package? And I'd be like, yeah. And then like having to take like a couple hours and like scramble things together and try to make it make sense. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, since that, since that time period to now, it's been just a really great progression and it's really great to just kind of see everything slowly but surely come together and also just where to see the brand for me personally is going, which is like, yes, I love working one-on-one -on -one with clients, but I also see like a bigger vision for the brand and for myself, which is like, excuse me, focusing on community, focusing on membership, focus, focusing on like courses and all that fun stuff as well too. So again, something I never thought would ever happen. And I'm literally just kind of like seeing what sticks, seeing what works. And then also leaning into the fact that so many people look to me as like this video content expert, this video content strategist. So it's like, why not, you know, instead of like, yes, trying to force like the content creator and the social media manager and all that kind of stuff, why don't you just focus on the thing that people know you for except, yeah. and you excel in that you love that the most. So just like go all the way. Yeah, for sure. So what are your plans and vision? I'd say maybe one year for the business now. Oh my God. Um, definitely to work with more clients one-on-one. -on -one. I definitely mm -hmm. enjoy working with them because it gives me an opportunity, one, to charge what I'm worth. And then two, to allow myself to just broaden my relationships with clients. Cause I, I really don't, you know, not every client ends up being like my best friend, but I'd like to think that we have like a really good rapport because before we like work together, I would let, you know, I also like to like build that and understand where they're coming from as well and try to like build that relationship with them. But for myself, um, right now I actually just launched a course. Um, it's an online course and it's, I'm doing it live right now. Um, but I definitely want to make it evergreen, you know, the next round that I go into it. But again, it's like a video content course for, you know, entrepreneurs who really just want to like up level and like level up their video game. So I definitely see myself doing more things in that kind of realm because I love to give as much knowledge as possible. Um, but then I also mentioned uh, the membership, which is like the, so my whole branding is like 
the socially savvy thing. So with the socially savvy accelerator, that's the course. And then with my membership, it's a socially savvy membership, which again is just another way, another opportunity for people to connect entrepreneurs, business owners, um, creatives who really, again, just want to learn all things, video, social media, business. They want to learn from each other. They want to learn from me. They want to learn from guest experts and just allowing again to, for this to be bigger than just myself. Um, but then when I also mentioned working one-on-one with clients, um, I see myself not just being the only one, but like me, maybe like instead of focusing on like the management and like all that kind of stuff, maybe I'll just be the person that help you know, brings the client on, figures out the strategy and then, you know, having a team of like a photographer and like a graphic designer and a videographer and all those moving parts and other social media strategists and us just being like this bomb fire like social media agency that like people want because like we just show up and show out especially when it comes to like branding and strategy and just content and video and all that fun stuff yeah for sure i mean there's so many layers to oh yeah owning it online and being a strong presence on Instagram. And I think every aspect of what you just said is so important to have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So how do you, how are you currently finding most of your clients or what's been working for you? Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think like what's working for me the most is me having a relationship with my clients prior to us, like getting into a work, work relationship. And what I mean by that is like, I realized not my last client, but the one before that, like she was my monthly uh, social media management client. And I think what really allowed me to show up the best for her um, was the fact that we had like a rapport going on, excuse me, prior to us working together. And it wasn't something that was like fake or anything. It wasn't even me trying to like sell her in the DMs or anything. It was just like, support always and then I remember we had met at an event and again that just like resurgence the relationship and yeah she reached out to me and then she wanted me to do management with her and it allowed her to grow it allowed her to you know figure out her social media as well too it also opened up her opportunities for like other partnerships and other things that she was going to do in her business um and so again and through the entirety I remember like because COVID happened literally the week we were supposed to start and I had made a whole bunch of content for the next like three weeks and we had to completely change the content mm-hmm. completely because COVID happened and I was we we're like we can't just go on as business as usual like the, some of the stuff yes but like majority we had to like completely pivot so I remember we um we had come to together and we decided that we um, wanted to that she wanted to do Instagram lives actually um, with other female business owners and just again try to figure out where their heads at and like offer advice and so on and so forth so that was a really great opportunity and that allowed us to really have a conversation and say you know this is a this was a partnership from beginning to end and so that allowed me to say to myself okay that is what I want out of every single you know project every single client relationship and again, we still talk, we still, you know, we still care for each other and we still support each other. Um, but again, that's, that's, that's what I enjoy. I love showing up for people that consistently show up for me, continually support, um, are wanting to learn as well too, because yes, 
I can teach you what I know, but if you're not eager to also learn like the ins and outs of it, then that can kind of sometimes, you know, not be the best situation for you coming towards the end. Um, so I really, you know, there has to be value in it for both of us. And I also think it's very important that, you know, you're just as enthusiastic as I am about where your, you know, where your social media is going to go. Yeah. For sure. Um, what's one kind of challenge within the last year that you've had growing it from the ground up? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of a challenge. Um, I think probably just like maybe imposter syndrome. That's like the number yeah. one thing is because you see everybody else kind of doing not necessarily you see everybody else doing their thing, but like you, you follow people, people follow you, you see other people's pages, you see that they did a video that was my, that was similar to yours, or maybe they posted something that, you know, was better than yours or, you know, just a whole bunch of just like comparison and imposter syndrome. But, you know, as I feel like, not that I feel like I'm fighting it every day, but I feel like I really just have to stop being so consumed with like what everybody else is doing and just like go on and like do what I do. And then, again, lean into those individuals that lean into me as much as possible. So people that, you know, people that reply to my stories, people that comment, you know, really giving them that opportunity to like have a relationship with me and not just be surface level. Um, because I find that's where some people, you know, and then again, you know, I take every single comment, every single DM, every single thing to like genuine me trying to like show up and be as valuable as possible um so for me you know definitely you know even though i i have my moments where i feel like oh that person did better than me or you know so but again i have to just remember that you know they've been at they've been at they've been at this for like five years they've been at this for three years yeah they they have better equipment than me maybe they have more experience in this maybe they just have more opportunities to connect with more clients maybe they're just more affluent than I am. And that's just what the situation is. Um, but then I always just have to remember, like, look how far you've come. Like you haven't even been doing this for a year yet and you still managed to like do your thing and cement yourself. So even when you have moments of like doubt or you have moments of like you feeling like you're not good enough, like look at all. And so actually now that we're just talking about this, I just remembered that I was inputting like my small wins from the beginning of 2020 and I haven't done that in such a long time and there are so many of them that if I were to tell you right now and again the year hasn't even fully even scratched the surface so you know again I just have to remind myself and look back at those and also just you know say to myself like you have been doing way too many things and you keep counting yourself out for what reason I don't know like you know I, in the span of three weeks I launched a webinar had about 30 people that showed up, launched my course, doing the course right now, creating a membership, again, creating consistent videos that people still find valuable, trying to show up on stories as often as possible. Like there's so many moving parts. And I just feel like when you're in this creative business and when you're in this creative space, you feel like you consistently feel like you're not doing enough. But if you were just to like take a step back, and realize how much that we do or how much you show up. It's just, it's crazy. Yeah, no, imposter syndrome is legit. <laughs> it is so real. Um, it's so legit. And I don't yeah. even know if it's something that men experience like that. Like, I feel like maybe because yeah. Yeah, I don't follow like tons and tons of men, but like, 
the amount yeah, of time that I hear us talking about imposter syndrome is like crazy to me. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, why do we never feel adequate? Is it because we just, again, we're just like in this world of like one big competition and we feel like, you know, because we see somebody doing a thing that's similar to ours that like, we're not good enough, but like, where mm -hmm. does that even come from? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It must just be a part of the human condition. And then yeah, social factors, obviously play oh, yeah. a role. Um, that's so good. I, once a year, every year will write down what I'm proud of that I accomplished in the last year and what, like just a couple, not actual business achievable goals, but just some like mental and emotional goals for yeah. my business. And every year I go back and read what I wrote. Mm -hmm. It's like June 16th. Great. It's the yeah. same date every year. And it's like, it is unbelievably helpful with that because you get to see oh, wow, I can't believe I was proud of that last year. I've done even more than that now. Like that, it's just really cool. It gives, it helps give perspective for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. I definitely have to like write things down or like put something out there into the world. I have, I just recently got a whiteboard. So like I'm slowly but surely trying to like put little things in corners and so on and so forth. But you're yeah. right. It's just that, that opportunity for reflection, which we don't do enough. And like, that's something that I really want to, um, I want to try to just incorporate that into my business some way or somehow, but like, I'm so lazy and like, yeah. I always, again, I'm so hard on myself. So it's like, yeah, I always forget. You have to schedule it in for sure. You won't do it otherwise. Yeah. For which sure. Is like a lot of things you do have to make it, put it in the calendar, you know, <laughs> I, I have to, I have to do it. I got to put my, I literally had to like put video batching I also have to put like doing my week one presentations and all that. Cause if it's not in the calendar, I won't do it. And it's so crazy, but I never thought I'd be one of these people, but it's so true. Yeah, no, for sure. I have like on Monday, I have like an hour slot in my calendar for Instagram planning. And mm -hmm. on Tuesdays I have an hour slot in my calendar for blog planning. Like every, every day. There's and you do it every week. Two or three days. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but only because it's in my calendar. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any work habits that you think are killer? Like you just really appreciate a work habit that you've learned or incorporated? I think like I'm, I'm a very focused person. So if I, I know I have to like get something done, like I'll do it. Yes, I might take breaks in between, but like usually, I don't even know if this is like a good work habit, but like I'm just very focused. Like if I know I have to like edit a video and like I want to make this video look a certain way or I just want to make sure I have this video out by a certain time and so on and so forth, like I'm pretty good at like getting all those things like ready to go and like knowing um, that I'm not going to allow like any external factors or anything to... Um, you know, be in there, um, you know, or to get me off track about what it is that I'm currently doing. Um, and like, I don't know if this is a work habit, but like, I'm very good at like turning off my notifications <laughs> because like, I realize if I, if I don't like, again, just big distractions. So I am a, you know, a user of pausing my notifications for four hours, for eight hours. And sometimes I might go back into Instagram just to kind of check to see what's up. But, but like the main thing for me is just making sure that I don't have any like distractions uh, when yeah. I don't need to be. Um, so, but yeah, that's like definitely my, I would say my two, I don't have many cause I'm, that's okay. I'm very like fly the seat of the pants kind of gal. Again, if it's in the calendar, I'll do it. But like, if it's not, then I'll, you know, I may or may not get distracted. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a condition of being a creative independent yeah. business owner. 
but that's kind of the pleasure of being in that role because you can kind of just make your own schedule with what oh yeah what you what you need it to be excuse me um do you outsource anything oh my god yeah so (laughs) I recently actually just hired on an assistant which I'm so excited about because literally last week I had a moment or like the week before I was like I'm my head's gonna explode like I can't like I need somebody else to like assist me with these day-to-day things that I cannot deal with, which is like email and like inbox management and like content creation and like all these other things that, you know, again, might take me extra time to do. I want to be able to like hire somebody to do all of that um, and to kind of just keep me accountable and keep me on track. So I recently just hired an assistant. She's awesome. She's amazing. Um, she's a virtual assistant. So her name's Shauncey and she's actually in the States. Um, and okay. for me, I realized that there's, again, that whatever I create, like, you know, does everybody have to be in Toronto? No. I realize again, there's so many like moving parts. There's like this whole world of like virtual teams and like, especially now with like Zoom and like all these other like moving parts, you realize that like anything is really possible out here. So like if you just, you know, again, put in the work, make sure that you take the opportunity to like connect with the right people. Um, and then you'll, you know, you'll have the opportunity to be global if that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. No technology is incredible for that for mm-hmm. sure. Like Fiverr and things like that. Even. Oh my God. Fiverr. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I find myself sometimes just scrolling on to see what I could use it for. I'm not even planning on using it for that, but I'm just curious. (laughs) Oh yeah. I, this, uh, this one YouTuber that I watch, he's a photographer and he did this whole, like, uh, he did this whole experiment to see like how much like, because everybody on Fiverr charges differently for different things, or sorry, different prices, but it might be the same thing, and just in a different way, it was uh, really cool, it was, like, the same footage, but seeing, depending on the price point, how, like, elaborate their editing was, and just, you know, okay, that's cool, (laughs) I would love to watch that, I feel Mm -hmm. curious to know, (laughs) um, so what is one thing that you do that helps with work-life balance? Hmm. you know I because we're at home now it's so yeah. hard for you to like figure out that you know work-life balance yeah kind of it deal. is but um the I definitely think like the one thing that helps me is knowing that I need to sign off by a certain amount of time and like I've also like rearranged my calendar a few times because now I know like I don't want to be working past a certain amount of time because I still want to be able to like spend times with my loved ones and so on and so forth and it's hard because like again so much of what we do now is like being glued to like the computer screen, like you're at home so you can like stay up late to like work on projects and stuff. But I think what's great is me having the opportunity to know that I don't have to spend that ample amount of time or I don't need to like book calls with people on this day because I have other things that I need to do. And, you know, again, focus on my personal life, focus on my business life, have those two things kind of like live in harmony together and not overly stress myself out um but you know I definitely think also like calendar management is probably like the best thing as well too knowing I have to like schedule in this time um you know with my partner knowing that you know I have to schedule this time in with a friend of mine because we're having a chat that's like not about business which is great like I love those chats that aren't about business right that are just pretty much about anything um so for me you know the whole work-life balance it's it's you know it's not something I I'm quite new to this entrepreneurship business game, so I'm still trying to figure it out, but I'm realizing 
realizing, you know, you really just have control about how much you want to put out there into the world, what you want to schedule, what you want to show up for. And, you know, you got to make a decision and say, okay, these, these are all the things that you're going to do, right? Or if you're going to put yourself out there in this kind of way, you have to know how often it is that you want to contribute to the world of, you know, your branding and so on and so forth. So, um, you know, also saying to myself, you know, if I want to post a certain amount of videos a day and like show up and all that good stuff, maybe you got to like develop some video batching stuff and have things in the, you know, in the wake. So you don't yeah. feel like you have to jump on video every single day. Right. So, but definitely it's a work in progress. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> um, what's one thing I ask everyone this question and I love mm -hmm. it because it kind of changes um, with industry and person and the way people interpret this question is kind of fun. Um, what's one thing that has leveled up your business? Sorry, what's one thing that's one thing that has leveled up your business? Leveled up my business. Um, hmm. it's not an easy oh. question. <laughs> oh my god! So definitely, like my systems and like again a year ago not even less. I had no idea anything about systems, anything like that. Like I would hear people talk about them, but I had no idea again what it was. And when I, when I made the decision to like invest in like Acuity and like HoneyBook and like Podia and all and Zoom and like all these other like crazy systems that allow you to like work efficiently and come to the table as this professional person. You know, even though you've been in business for less than a year, you just registered your business a couple months ago, you still have to like let you're still like showing up and letting people know that like every time that they click on something that it's on brand and that it it's, you know, you and your business. Um, so definitely like my systems have like allowed me to, and even like, I'll even throw Canva in there as well too, because Canva, you know, I'm building my website now, but prior to that, people were like getting linked to my Canva and seeing my packages and seeing what I had to offer as well too, which again, allowed people to like, be like, wow, what you really got here is like legit stuff. So like for me, you know, I realized, and yeah, I pay for Canva. So that's a system as well too. So we'll just throw that in there. I'm just thinking about everything that I have to pay for externally. Um, later, we'll throw later in there. Yeah. Too, my online scheduler. Um, so all of those things have allowed me just to, again, just show up as the professional, the expert as much as possible. It's also allowed me to, you know, efficiently book people and make things easier for myself. Like when I got Acuity, I didn't really, I got it because I remember looking at like the booking, the book here section on like Instagram and like looking at those calendars. And I was like, Ooh, Acuity. I haven't, I feel like I've heard about this, but I haven't. Um, and I know so many people love Calendly, but I love Acuity personally. Like I just, I love everything about it. It allows me just to accept my payments, all that fun stuff. Um, and just allowing to see, you know, have that linked up with my Google Calendar, like all these other things, like I'm getting all gushy talking about it, but um, my system just have just allowed me to show up as much as possible, like as a professional, and then again, has allowed me to do things like schedule emails and schedule appointments and like, you know, have things, you know, connect as, you know, efficiently as possible, um, again, which I would have never thought about, and again, nobody gave me the secret sauce to like how to do any of this, it was yeah. just research, trial and error and then just again seeing what works for me yeah yeah for sure and some of those systems are difficult to set up because you have to input yeah. all this information into it before it can actually work properly oh, um, yeah. back and forth back and forth but again long nights i could probably use 24 hours of sleep collectively for the past two months but again <laughs> if i can just have these in place now 
Yeah. And then as I keep progressing in my business, allow, you know, an assistant to take over those mm -hmm. aspects, which I have, you know, I've allowed her to do and she's able to do yeah. again, just makes my life 10 times easier. Well, and even the initial input of work that you have to do to set yeah. it up will save you time later. So oh, yeah. it always more than balances out. I would say from my perspective, I think what I've heard from other people as well. Um, that's great. Yeah. The system, so many systems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're all about content and you said later you use later for all your mm -hmm. scheduling. Do you have any like habits or systems that you have set up to use later that you can enlighten us with? Cause social media is so important to branding and marketing. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, definitely systems that I think everybody should have in place. Um, is definitely like having a place where you can like do your content creation and make sure that it's on brand as much as possible. So like I mentioned, I use Canva and Canva has been like my bread and butter since the beginning of time. And like, I know some people like to throw out the Canva slam, the Canva slander, but like realistically speaking to me as somebody who's been using Canva way before they had an app, way before they like had all these other dope features and so on. And now there's like a desktop version that you can download, which is like a total game changer. Um, again, to see the evolution of something like that. And again, has allowed me, you know, I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not, you know, I'm just somebody who likes to move things around and do and does things differently. So, you know, I'm not out here using the templates. I'm starting off with a blank slate and adding in my pieces and adding in my branding and so on. And again, making an investment in that, you know, has allowed me again to show up as consistently with my colors, my logos, my fonts, my so on and so forth. So that's something that again has allowed me to come to the table as a professional, come to the table, somebody consistent and people recognize the colors, they recognize the lettering, they recognize me. So it's like, it's all these amazing things that, um, you know, just work in cohesively with my brand. Um, and yeah, later has, you know, later, me and later have been rocking for a long time. Like I, <laughs> yeah, like for me later, like, yeah, I've, I've dabbled in Planly and like I've dabbled in a couple of the other guys as well, but you know, excuse me, although later has like its issues and like, I've spoken to them about it and then, you know, we've had conversations. Um, but you know, for me, the way that everything looks you know, how it's simple, very straightforward for the most part. Um, you know, even their first comment add-on that they just like added, I think like a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, and just like, again, some really dope features that I personally enjoy and that for the most part has, hasn't failed me. Um, I just, I personally am drawn to later versus like the other guys because it's just a lot more simple and it's just a lot more clean. It's just a lot more simple as well too. And I set every, every client that I have, that's a monthly client. And even like some that we do the content planning sessions, I'll set them up with like learning about later specifically, because again, you'd be surprised how many people do not schedule their content, which is fine. Like if you don't want to necessarily do that, but I think it's important that you at least, um, you know, if you're trying to automate your, your business, you know, if you're trying to focus on other things, you know, yes, you can set a reminder to post your content, but it's just, it's just so much easier when it automatically gets posted and you do yeah. not have to worry about it. <laughs> it's just a hard learning curve, but once you're there, you'll never go back. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm trying to think of any other systems that like Canva later. Um, 
I would say like for video, probably like InShot has like been one of my favorite apps like ever. I recommend it to everybody. It's just, again, another game changer kind of app that you can like edit your videos in your phone. You don't need anything else. Um, I've actually got a video coming out um, in my socially savvy membership about like how to add your Canva brand kit to your videos in InShot. Okay. I'm so excited to like launch that very soon. Um, but yeah, it's again, just my go-to app. And like, I recently just got a Mac trying out Final Cut Pro. It's like grinding my gears and I'm just like, I would rather edit my stuff on my phone at this point. And I don't know if it's because I have a MacBook Air or like what the situation is, but like, I don't know. But that's probably like one of my favorite tools of, um, if you're looking for something for video editing specifically. Mm -hmm. And again, for you to look as professional and, um, you know, put together as possible. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many resources and you just have to find one that works. Oh. There's for you literally like if you want to just find them go on my igtv i give lists of like tools how to do certain things i even think i have a video about how to do your later as well too which is like mm -hmm. one of my older videos so yeah there's tons <laughs> yeah i know i i really like adobe rush but that's because i actually a couple a year ago i can't remember i had this big project that I was stewing for creative purposes and I wanted to use Premiere Pro. Oh, yeah. So I learned the ins and outs of it, which it's a very complex system and it is I... not easy to learn. So now with the rush, I'm like, this is a breeze. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I recently downloaded Rush as well too, because I kind of like the interface of it. But if you know Adobe Premiere Pro, I like hats many hats off. Because I'm sure my brain has lost half of the information. <laughs> I spent like 10 minutes in there and I was like, I need to get out immediately. Like this is for not like learning Photoshop was an entire battle on its own. But, and then when I got the hang of that, that was like, great. But Premiere, I was like, absolutely not. And like my boyfriend, he has a podcast and he edits on Premiere and he loves it. Um, he said he tried Final Cut Pro for like a little bit and like he just didn't like it. So I don't know. Maybe I just have to learn Premiere Pro at this point yeah. because I'm fed up. <laughs> uh, but it's okay to just use, even if it's a simple system, you have to use what works for you. You know, like you said, like the Canva haters. I mean, it comes down to, are you taking these preset templates and using it as is, or are you evolving it and adjusting it to work for your brand? That's, that's the difference really. Exactly. Um, that's awesome. Um, so do you have any pro tips for us on social media? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely, you know, show up consistently. Um, and again, consistently doesn't have to mean, you know, every day, you know, if that doesn't work for your schedule, um, you have to know at the end of the day, in order for people to invest in you as a business, excuse me, whether or not you're the face of your business or whether you're not, um, you have to, know that people need to see you on a regular basis, right? They need to see what it is that you do. They need to see the products that you're talking about. They need to be invested in that. Um, and I don't think, you know, when you have something to sell is not the only time when you should be like online or like asking people, you know, cause it's kind of hard for people to invest when, you know, they only see you when they, when you want them to buy something from you. Yes. And you have to understand as well, if people don't buy into things, they buy into feelings and emotions and people and all that good stuff. So, you know, if you don't have any emotional attachment to it whatsoever, and it's very obvious because you 
don't come on any other time, then that's not going to make people be excited to do that. And, you know, aside from it being followers, these are real people, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to like understand that you have to have a connection with them and it doesn't have to be fake or anything like that. It doesn't have to be like over the top either. It's simply just getting to know them as who they are and again, showing up consistently for them. Um, so I kind of put the two things in there, which is like show up consistently and then like get to know your audience more than anything. Um, I say this, I gave out this tip, um, like I think almost a week ago, which is like when you have new followers, you know, that come to your page and you want to get more familiar with video or you just want to have that connection with them, you know, send them a video message, say, Hey, you know, enter their name, you know, thank you so much for connecting with me. I'm so excited for you to join my page. Let me know if you ever need assistance with anything. And then, you know, call it a day. You know, it doesn't have to be anything over the top or overzealous. Um, people just kind of need to see you as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And so whether that's every day, whether that's three days a week, whether that's two days a week, again, as long as you let people know when they can come in contact with you or how they can come in contact with you, then, you know, it's the best way possible. Um, and that, yeah, that goes for video that goes for like in your feed as well too. Um, I'd also say for everybody who is, on Instagram and using Instagram as their main platform for social media marketing. Um, remember that the algorithm prefers people or the platform wants you to stay in the platform as much as possible. So yes, you can use all these other apps and all these other things to create things and, you know, add in your, you know, elements and so on and so forth, which I definitely think you should do. Um, but remember the app wants you to like consistently use the app as much as possible. So if you haven't jumped on stories yet, if you haven't posted videos in your feed, you haven't dabbled in the world of IGTV or lives, just try it out, you know, try it out once a week, try to see where you can fit in there as well. And, um, don't assume that nobody's going to watch, you know, yes, there might be a, a handful of people that don't watch or don't show up, but that's fine because realistically speaking, you know, whether there's five people watching or there's, you know, 5,000 people watching, you still have to kind of act no matter what, that those five people are just as significant as the 5,000 people, because those five people are going to tell another five people, and those five, those 10 people are going to tell more people, right? And so that's how you kind of have to think about it, right? You can't assume, and can't think, oh, nobody's going to care what I think, only five people showed up for me. If five people buy your product, that's five, that's more that's profit for you regardless, right? Yes. That's an opportunity for you to, again, build a rapport with people that are actually showing up for you. And so again, whether you're just starting this game out and maybe you don't have the biggest following in the world, that's fine. That's actually, I actually think that's a lot better because you actually get to like actually build with people and like yes. see the progression and see how things are going. When you get to a level where you have so much following, right? And that's like, you know, it can be hard and I've seen, I even see this with people who have like over a thousand followers or even 2000 where they don't even respond to comments. Right. Yeah. When you get to a level like that and you're not even like showing up, it's kind of like, to me, it's just an off-putting situation. And it kind of looks like, you know, you don't care because it takes a lot for somebody to comment, you know, that's them taking time out of their day to like show up for you and let them know how much of an impact that you've made in their life. Right. Yeah. So I think if you don't even have the time to like do that, then you, again, you really have to consider if the platform of Instagram is for you. Same thing with like showing up on video, right? I don't think in this day and age in 2020, if you haven't at least showed up on video in some way or some form, and you've told me that when you've done it, the results weren't like exponential than what you've experienced, 
is like, you know, if you tell me that when you showed up on video and you didn't get the engagement that you wanted and so on and so forth, that's part of the game. But maybe the next time you show up, you might get engagement, you get, might get more people, right? So it's a consistent, it's a consistent thing, right? Nobody starts at 10K and calls it a day. We yeah. all start from the bottom, unless you buy your followers, in which some people do that till this day, which is like to each their own. But if you're starting from the bottom, know that it's going to be that for quite some time and you're going to have to build up, right? Yeah. You're going to have to be consistent. You're going to have to give value and don't be afraid to do it for free. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is kind of a selfish question because I'm curious. <laughs> um, when it comes to stories, I feel like I hear this a lot and I feel, I totally feel this too. Um, sometimes it feels frustrating going on and talking about what I'm doing because it feels so unrelated to my business. Do you have any advice for like how, I, how to make that a little more fluid or is it just get over yourself? <laughs> um, I, I definitely think like, okay, so it's the same deal, right? Like if what you're doing is something that you think that people can get value out of, mm. you know, like what is the, what is the point of posting the story if it, if it's only about you? You know what I mean? Like at a certain point you have to say to yourself, like, am I posting the story for me or am I posting the story for other people because they're going to find this valuable? Yeah. Right. So again, if you are, if you're hesitating and you're like, mm, I don't know if I want to post this because you know, what's, you know, but then I also think there's that other side of it as well too, where like maybe you post something and that is a glimpse into your personal life. And that's how people can maybe possibly relate to you. However, if you, if you, you got it, you got, there has to be a balance of it, right? So there has to be a balance of like, yes, personal me showing you my life, so on and so forth, but then also like talking about business as well too, right? And I definitely think like you should be doing both. I do not think like, especially if you're, you're a business, your entire Instagram should be about your personal life. Just like I think like if you're a business Instagram, that the only time you should come on is when you're selling right? There has to be like a perfect balance between yeah. the two of them. And so like, I know a lot of people that do this, like they, they, their Instagram stories always includes a shot of them getting coffee. It's basic. Everybody does it. So on and so forth. That's fine. However, you know, if there's, you know, if you do it consistently enough, right. People just know that you having coffee is part of your routine. Yeah. Right. And again, who knows? They might comment and say, Oh my God, I like love that Tassimo or like, Oh my God, that Nespresso, blah, blah, blah. Like there's different, there's different ways that you can yeah. incorporate that. But again, make it consistent. Right. Mm -hmm. Like for you, you know, because you're a photographer, like, you know, yes, I'm going to get glimpse into maybe you editing or maybe like some behind the scenes or like, maybe you want to talk about like a situation where, you know, you had a really great, um, success story with your client, you know, those are things that you can do, but also like another side of it as well too, which is, you know, maybe you, maybe you're cleaning your gear or something like that, or maybe you're like wanting to, you're wanting to like buy the software and you want to get everybody's opinion about if they want to learn about it and whatnot, you know, like it's, it's those little glimpse of you, like, yes, you're a personal, yes, you're a human, yes, you're so on and so forth, but like, you're still kind of making it relatable to your business as well mm -hmm. too, um, which I think, you know, no matter what should be a consistent thing, you know, like, yes, you can post things that aren't on brand or, or sorry, that are not like business focus all the time because I make memes of myself I love to do it and I love to post it and give people a laugh right yeah but that's also part of my brand right it's not yeah. like I you know I make memes of myself I don't take yeah. memes 
with other people. And again, it's my opportunity to have that bit of relief and bit of comedy because that's also who I am as an individual and a person. So it's like, yes, I'm about business. Yes, I'm about this and blah, blah, blah. But I'm also really funny and I love to like have moments where I can just make a fool of myself because that's what I do on a regular basis. Um, and pe most people that know me know that. And so when I do post memes and stuff like that, it's just like a free for all. Cause they're like, Mia, you're a fool. And it's like, yes, I know I am, but I'm also like all these other things as well too. So yeah, no, that's <laughs> great. I love that. Um, that's pretty much it for the question. So is there yeah. anything you want to finish on? It could be motivational advice tips, or you could just talk a little bit more about your programs and yeah. all of the above. <laughs> of course. So yeah, I would definitely say, you know, for anybody that's just kind of in this world of like trying to figure out what it is that they want to do um, like in using Instagram or using other social media platforms to do it, like don't think just because somebody's already done it that you can't do it. You have a completely different spin on a topic altogether. Or again, you have the creative challenge to like put your own spin on it that somebody else hasn't done. And don't be afraid to say like, yes, I've been seeing this video go all around. I've been seeing so many people so do different variations, but I wanted to get my variation, right? And again, you are solidifying yourself as an expert every single time that you jump on video. So stand in that, know that you have a lot to say, know that a lot of people are coming to you for value as well. Um, and just be confident in that. It's, it can be a little bit of a hard thing to do, but I tell, I'm telling you, you do it once, you do it twice, you do it five times, you do it 10 times, the more you just get more in the, you just be in the mind frame of somebody who's like, you know, I'm showing up, I'm showing up for my audience. They, they find value in it as well. So I'm just going to keep doing that and seeing what comes from it. Um, but if you are somebody who is looking for more, you know, assistance with video or social media or, you know, any sort of content creation or just assistance from somebody who, you know, is an expert in this field, somebody who values giving value all the time in, you know, whether it be on video, whether it be through text, whether it be, um, you know, even through, you know, the DMs is something as simple as that, right? Um, I'm really trying to create a community of people that really want to learn from from me, learn from other experts, and really just have the opportunity to connect with me in a way that is one-on-one -on -one or in a group setting, um, but maybe not. Uh, maybe you don't have the, uh, the funds to do that. Maybe you don't have the commitment to do that as much as you want. Um, maybe, again, maybe you just don't want to because of like finances and so on and so forth. So that's why I created the membership. It's $20 a month. It's still an opportunity for you to learn from me, have one-on-one -on -one time with me, get exclusive content, really just kind of be a part of an exclusive group of people that really just want to level up completely in their business, right? And I definitely think, again, I've always, I've, I've learned in whatever I do, right? I don't want this to just be about me. Like I want it to, yes, I want to be able to move people in the right direction and give people opportunities and like give so many people the opportunity to just shine and do their thing. But I really want it to be more than just me. I think there's more power in numbers. I think we could do a lot more when there's more of us in the room. Um, and that's why I wanted to create the membership. That's even why I wanted to create Socially Sound Accelerator, the course, because I realized, again, there is an opportunity for you to just level up and there's an opportunity for you to excel. And if you're confident on video or maybe you're not the most confident in the world, but you still want to know how you can show up as possible, how you can plan out your content, 
how you can create videos that actually convert into actual genuine engagement and then like marketing those videos on Instagram for your business as well. You know, the socially savvy accelerators opportunity for you to do that. Um, and like I said, the membership is just an opportunity for you to learn and, you know, learn in real time, mm -hmm. learn things that are specific to your business. Um, and again, just to get more me, you know, cause yeah. slowly but surely I'm realizing that yes, Instagram is a wonderful platform. It's allowed me to grow my passion to my business, passion to passion to profit <laughs> yeah. allowed me to turn my passion to profit. Um, but you know, with everything, with this world that we're currently in, multiple streams of income are very important to me. Having multiple different avenues where people can reach me is great. And God forbid, when Instagram crashes one day, still have an opportunity to connect with so many different people. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of where my head's at right now. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, thank you so much for interviewing, being an interviewee. <laughs> Yes, for thank you for having me. me. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening into the episode with Nia again. She's from Socially Media Agency. All her stuff is linked in the show notes. Be sure to check out my Instagram at What the Business Podcast, and I will chat at you later. <laughs>